world for the steel that came out of its mills. I would suggest to you that there is another kind of Bethlehem steel. This steel doesn't come from the hills of Pennsylvania, but from a village in the hills just below Jerusalem. It is the steel of soul produced in the lives of men and women who bow to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, who was born in Bethlehem. The Lord Jesus Christ not only saves men, He makes and forms men. It is the desire of the Father to conform us into the image of His Son. And like the steel produced in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, so the tempered steel that God desires to produce in our lives, strong, sure, and flexible, involves tremendous heat and fire. The Lord Jesus Christ, born as the God-man in Bethlehem, existed before He was born and placed in a manger. He has always existed. It was He who spoke the worlds into existence. And it was in his father's plan that 1,000 years before the son would be born to a virgin, another young man would roam the hills of Bethlehem. David, too, was born in that little village in the hills. It was God's desire to take this youngest son of Jesse and shape him into a man that could be used for God's glory. There is a process recorded for us in the life of David and in the Psalms. It is the story of a man who is well acquainted with the searing heat of long adversities. Throughout his story, you see his impurities coming to the surface. And the reason he was familiar with heat and fire was that God wanted to use him. God wanted to temper him, just as God desires to temper us. There is a process in making steel, and there is a process God uses to make a godly man. They are very similar. Do you find yourself in the fire? Do you find yourself in deep pain as your hopes and dreams are burned up before your eyes? You should know that your hardship is not by chance. It is by design, a sovereign design. The God who created you and chose you has something very unique for you to do. But first he must purify you, allowing the slag to come to the top where it can be skimmed away. That can only occur in the flames and heat of adversity. That may not be a popular message, but it is a true message. All is not lost if you find yourself in the fire. God is simply getting you ready to fulfill the purpose for which you were created. As you will hear in the pages that follow, you're not alone in those crushing circumstances. You're not by yourself in that furnace. As a matter of fact, you're in the very best of company. Chapter 1. Trap Doors and Pit Stops There are two ways to get a hotel named after you. The first approach is to own the place. If you can scare up the cash to buy or build a hotel, then you have the right to slap your name over the door. Conrad Hilton built Hilton Hotels around the world. J. Willard Marriott did the same thing with his Marriott chain. That's the first way to get a hotel named after you. The second method doesn't require cash, it requires greatness. There is a hotel in Jerusalem that is the hotel in Israel, and one of the great hotels in all of the world. This hotel has been the meeting place of diplomats and CEOs from every corner of the planet. Under its roof, three different governments in exile have headquartered themselves at various times throughout the 20th century. Just last fall, in a single evening, an incoming president of the United States two former presidents, the U.S. Secretary of State and a number of former Secretaries of State, the Prime Minister of Britain, 
the heir to the British throne, the king and queen of Jordan, and the president of Egypt were all sleeping under its roof. I do not refer to the Jerusalem Red Roof Inn. This elite and prestigious establishment is known as the King David Hotel. When David was a teenager, minding his father's sheep in the hills around Bethlehem, he had no idea that one day, three thousand years in the future, the leaders of the world would stay in a great inn just a few miles away that would bear his name. But that's precisely what happened. David went through some major transitions to get from the obscurity of being a shepherd to the throne of Israel. Everyone goes through transitions. Change is part of life. You've been through it, and so have I. So let's be honest about it. Some transitions are tougher than others. The toughest transitions are what I call trapdoor transitions. Have you ever seen an old movie where some character...